Bring it up for Ohio State. You've waited all day for this. He's going to take it to the house. 85 yards. Down the right side going Devin Smith. Got it at the five and into the end zone. Touchdown. The one show that's nothing but the Buckeyes. Oh, Rocker for the touchdown. Kraft shoots it high on the right for three. This is the Buckeye Show. Presented by Schottenstein Roofing. For top quality and a price match guarantee, visit SchottensteinRoofing.com. Here we go, Buckeye fans. Nice little Wednesday episode coming your way. We're at the top of the roller coaster hill. It's all downhill. So much to talk about in Buckeye Nation with the signing day press conference that Ryan Day had. He spoke for more than an hour and 15 minutes about almost anything but National Signing Day, which is humorous because we know all the work gets done in the December signing period and there might be more to look at there. But I'm Timmy Hall. We got my man Caleb Blake there hooking everything up today. And I've got my man, Devere Posey, right here tonight, co-hosting. What's up, Devere? What's up, Tim? What's up, Buckeye fans? Beautiful Wednesday. It was a nice day today. Cannot complain about the weather. We kind of had our bad stretch here, but I think we might be breaking. The groundhog did not see a shadow. But there is something we can complain about. What about <laughs> the... What about the basketball? It's hmm? a lot that to unpack was, there, Timmy. That was tough. It is. It, that was tough, tough last man. night. I mean, just super meltdown in the second half. Just can't stop anybody. It's going to get worse before it gets better. You could say that that was rock bottom, and I'll play some clips throughout the show of Chris Holtman's press conference <laughs> last night where it definitely took a different tone. Yeah. Different sounding guy. Even through all these other losses where, I mean, going into the game, they were in almost a free fall type of mode in terms of the results, right? Yeah. They they took a couple of steps in that Iowa game and they were competitive again. I mm-hmm. guess that's when you're getting blown out at Nebraska and at Northwestern and on your home court to a better Illinois team. They lost that one by double digits, too. They played a little bit better in that first half. But by the time, you know, 30 minutes of basketball was played, Illinois was running away with that one. So they started to take a step and almost catch a road game, which would have been a a nice benchmark for this team to hit. But to lose to a regular-looking Indiana team, that was rated just inside the top 100, even after the victory, even after the road win mm-hmm. at Ohio State. In For reference, Indiana State, old Larry Bird U, right? The yeah. Sycamores in Terre Haute, Indiana. Yes, they got this big, weird-looking dude who has rec specs. He can shoot it. He can pass it. He's like, a, <laughs> check this guy out. He's like six yeah. foot eleven, and he can yeah. really play. They're rated in like the top 40. That's a good team in Indiana. IU, not that great this year. They've lost their top five guys from last season. No Trace Jackson Davis anymore. No Race Thompson. All those guys, Jalen Hood, Shafino, they're gone. Yeah. A couple of them on to the NBA. So this was one where you needed to get the job done. You can't win on the road right now. You got to win at home when you've got Indiana and Maryland coming up. It was all 13 and 9 teams. You, Maryland, Indiana, all 13 and 9. So when you're the home team, you owe it to yourselves. You owe it to your coaches, to yourselves, the coaches, they owe it to themselves mm-hmm. to coach a little bit harder, to get the team a little bit more prepared to win those games and to fear for the second time of the season. An 18-point second-half lead. How does... I mean, you've played basketball. Yeah. You've been around the game. How does that happen a second time this year? I understand shooting slumps, Tim. I understand when you can't put the ball in a basket. And We've I know been this there. Team, yeah, and I know this team had that excuse at one point. 
but just defensively when you aren't stopping anyone and people are having their way, they're getting offensive rebounds, they're getting put back, they're getting second and third and fourth chances on the offensive side. You just have to wonder, like, what is going on? And and we we went we broke down the pressure, I think it was two weeks ago, about toughness and, and we having to be, you know, we got to be tougher. We got to get those loose balls. And even JJ mentioned it's that. It's the same things. It's, it's the, the same, same messages after every single game and going into every new week. So you have to say. Not cracking through. This is the identity of this team. There is no. Yeah. The identity of this team is that they can't figure out how to win. And that, is that even an identity? Well, it's just, I, I guess it's, in a way it is, is that they don't know toughness. how to push the buttons to yeah. win a basketball game when it's on the line. Mm-hmm. Even when they've, even when they play considerably well, yeah. that's the worst part of it. It's one thing if you're, you're nip and tuck, you're give and take that, like that Iowa game. Yeah. That's less upsetting, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was close. Forget about the fact that that was on the road, right? No I, I know victories. it changes it. No, no, I'm not saying moral <laughs> victories, but you know yeah. what I mean? That was, you didn't stretch your legs and you weren't beating them by 12, 13, or 14. You didn't play an awesome first half yeah. and then give a lot of that up in the first four minutes of the second half and then it was a, a ball game. That was back and forth the entire way. You screwed up at the end of the game, which mm-hmm. is all, which is a big thing that you want to emphasize with your team. The first time it happens, right? When you are in a ball game, a tough ball game, mm-hmm. and you got the ball in a, you know, shot clock off or under 45 seconds yep. and it's a one possession game and your team has the basketball and you screw it up, that's a yep. big thing to emphasize the next time. So, you're a little bit less nervous, you communicate a little bit better, you know what to do, you get the ball in the right hands, you call a better set as a coach, all mm-hmm. those things. Yeah. But it's so much worse when you're blowing a team away. You shouldn't even have had to be in some of those late game situations last night. They shouldn't have had to feel that pressure or feel those nerves. Yeah. How over a course of 16 minutes that all can go out the window? I don't know, man. And there's eight games left in this regular season. So, Tim, do you feel that, and I don't want to point fingers, but there's a source for the issue. Is it the sets? Is it the lineups? Or is it? It's, it's everything. It's just it's, it's just a bad mix. Is it not everything? I mean, because uh, we can. I come from the player perspective, it's like we got to be more guys. The players do need to play better, no doubt. Obviously, they do, right? Yeah. But then we talk about you know why they're coming up short, and one thing you keep hearing again and again and again is the youth, right? And how you got to get older. I mean, we've known for a fact, knowing yeah. Chris Holtman, he's always wanted old teams, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know what caused this or if his bosses or if Gene, if there was sort of a directive to go extremely young, recruiting like as we call au natural, right? Not yeah. so much through the transfer portal, portal, but getting yeah. a couple of top 10 classes with yeah. at least three or four good-looking players. You just, you can't, re- you don't have the time in today's day and age, Right. To just sacrifice seasons to go too young. You've got to do both at the same time. If you're going to get three or four young guys as freshmen, then you've got to get at least three really good veteran transfer guys that can come in and have at least two of them, maybe all three, start for you and and sort of pace the club while younger guys come up. So I just think it's roster composition. It's how good the guys that are here are playing right now, wearing down at this part of the season. Mm-hmm. Some of the coaching right now, too, and just not being able to connect with these guys and get them confident enough yeah. to go and be 
a close little more physical, a little bit more tough. Yeah, close game. just like in football, man. Yeah. It's the same yeah. same idea for being mentally tough. They just don't have it right now. I just think when teams and organizations and colleges and universities decide to go with the youth, to me, it's not an excuse for not winning because you have to get the youth, the younger teams, you're the core of your, the nucleus of your team. And when it's younger, they have to learn how to play basketball and they have to learn how to play football. But when you can get a young team to play at a championship level, Tim, obviously it might be a coach, but there is something there with the guys. A, a deterrent that always gets them back going. And I can't point at one guy who's playing consistent that is that guy that's like, no matter what, at least he's still getting his numbers. No matter what, this guy is still playing good and being a leader. It's everywhere. If you guys missed this, it was about six minutes, which I'm here for every single post game show. So, yeah. especially for the home games, we get access. And I got to give a shout out to my man, Skip Mossick, because we've been, we have this thing. It's called a brick. It's like a little black box. Mm-hmm. It's a little inside radio for you. It helps us get connections. So, we're like, I've got this trusty little board right here in front of me. Mm-hmm. I can just whoop, throw the fader up right here while I'm talking and seamlessly fade up Chris Holman's press conference. Bodie gives me what we call the Holtman wave. He's mm-hmm. listening in queue. He waves. I know that means Holtman's on. I can just fade it up right here on my board. Well, that thing's been a little defective the last couple games. So Skip yeah. actually takes his access unit, which is what Paul and Ron actually do the game yeah. on. That's like the machine that sends their signal. They hook their headsets in and yeah. bring it back to us. Hands he had, to, pack. He had yeah. to run down to the press conference room and plug that in to send it back to me in time. And it was good because this was... The most terse and agitated and frustrated press conference I've heard, certainly all season, maybe in his tenure. All right. So yeah. here's a, a little I'm excited. It, this is only like 55 seconds of it, but yeah. this is a ton of questions being asked. And this is this was the tone of it. This was the gist of it where the team is right now. Chris, what isn't working with these late game sets, back to back games now, just not being able to execute late? I don't think that would we, we executed a couple late game sets. Um, um, yeah, I'm not sure. The, the last one they just jumped it, but the, the other one, <clears throat> the other ones we got what we wanted. We got what we wanted baseline out of bounds, um, but the last one they jumped it. Was it still same thought process with Dale with this three point shooting like last game, or is there a different for reason what for having him handle the ball in that last sequence? Uh, what sequence are you talking about? Uh, before the Jameson turnover. Oh, yeah, it's just a set play. We just went with the small lineup. Chris felt like felt like a gut punch. Is is part of the frustration? Maybe a lack of urgency. You you said not physical enough. Is it a lack of urgency or a lack of just being really? We just weren't as detailed as we needed to be, or tough as we needed to be late. You see what's happening there, Devere? Oh yeah, I see he's the seeing so much red. Yeah, that he he can't just take a deep breath and talk about what they were thinking with those sets. It's just wanting to, it's almost like, I know what you think of me now. I know you don't think I can get this done. Yeah. So th- this is what I was, this is what we were doing. You know, this worked a couple plays ago and, and, and in his pressures, he's tough. Norm, he's normally, he measured, he jumps in front of the buses just flat out. Totally. Yeah. He'll say yeah. it was on me. I got to be better. He I didn't, will, yeah. I didn't hear that. That was more defensive because it's it gotten to that point. Defensive. It's, he's human. He's human being. I get it. It's a very tough. It's a tough position to be in, but that's that's what happens. That's the nature of the beast, right? He's just like it doesn't sound like my stuff is working, but he's not saying that he's like urgency detailed. And when you're saying detail, you're talking about 
what I say on the sideline yeah. to court application and they're missing details. And those guys. are just questions that come after a game goes out the window, right? About the end of game and who was on the floor and why questions. was this guy touching yeah, the ball yeah. and normal why is Dale Bonner out there? Yeah, yeah normal. Uh, this offensive coordinator job at Ohio State as we turn to football, it's a major topic of conversation this week. And whether or not Bill O'Brien keeps that job, we had a Ryan Day update today. You'll get it next. It's the Buckeye Show on the fan. The only radio station still operating with an active booze cart. I'm drunk right now. No, I'm not. Yes, I am. The fan. Ohio sports destination. As the weather gets colder, the deals heat up. From October 1st through November 30th, you'll get up to a $100 Cooper Tires rebate back by online or mail-in rebate when you buy a set of four qualifying tires. Choose from best-selling favorites at a price you love, including our Cooper Discoverer Road and Trail at Tire & More. Get your Cooper Tires rebate when you buy four qualifying tires from October 1st through November 30th, 2023. Register online for an easy return. Visit us.coopertire.com slash promotions for forms, terms, and conditions. Or see your Cooper Tires retailer for additional details and your new set of tires today. Come on over to Heartland and join our family. Did the pandemic eliminate quality customer service? Well, in many places it did, but not here at Heartland Bank. Imagine getting top quality service and good advice as well to help you down life's road. It's community banking, and it's alive and well in the Heartland. I'm Scott McComb, CEO, coming over to Heartland, where banking really feels good. Where banking feels good. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. They're trained. They're prepared. Let's do it. They're Ohio's undefeated plumbing, drain, heating, and cooling team. And they're here to tackle your problems. For plumbing, drain, heating, and cooling, there's only one team. The Waterworks. Better care. Better value. Better results. Call the Waterworks at 614-232-2222. Or visit them online at thewaterworks.com. A proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Hey there, Buckeye fans. It's Chris Holtman here. Did you know that at Kroger, everyone wins when it comes to saving big? That's right. The next time you're gearing up for game day, try ordering online through the Kroger app. You can kick back and relax knowing you'll get the same great prices, deals, and rewards on pickup and delivery as you do in-store with no hidden fees or markups. So however you get ready for game day, know that you can always score big savings when you shop Kroger. And go Buckeyes! Kroger, fresh for everyone. Buckeyes, I'm Kurt Lewis, United Healthcare of Ohio CEO and graduate of The Ohio State University. United Healthcare and the Ohio Chamber of Commerce believe healthy small businesses are vital to our economy. That's why we're ready to give your small business a big promotion at no cost to you through our small business sweepstakes. Winners receive radio promotion, social media recognition, and more. To enter, visit ohiostatebuckeyes.com/uhc. United Healthcare, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. For terms and conditions, visit ohiostatebuckeyes.com/uhc. Sweepstakes rules and restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Gene Smith, Senior Vice President and Director of Athletics. Ohio State Athletics and Cardinal Health know how important diversity, equity, and inclusion are to the success of our community, employees, and student-athletes. And we believe an equitable culture creates a community that attracts and retains the very best. Visit OhioStateBuckeyes.com backslash Buckeye-Inclusion to learn more and join us as we educate and celebrate the value of diversity and inclusion. Rise and shine, jabronis. What a show this morning. There's only one place where Buckeye legends lay the smackdown. Morning Juice with Bobby and Beamer. Weekday mornings starting at 6. Give me a juice box, The Fan, Ohio sports destination. The show that knows how to throw a big, giant Buckeye party. You're listening to The Buckeye Show. 
Yes, you are. Hope all you fine Buckeye fans are hanging in there. Doing good. I'm Timmy Hall. It's Devere Posey. Party on, Devere. Party on, party on. Let's get up. Man, it's hard to party after last night, though, man. I'll be honest. I know, but we got to do it anyway. And party on, Caleb. Party on? <clears throat> yes. <laughs> a little later. That's, what, that's <laughs> what you say. When someone says party on to you, you say party on right back. Come on. Wayne's world, guys. <laughs> Wayne's world. So, hey, we've got some football to talk about. That's good, right? It's always good. We've had a great offseason. I didn't even get uh, halfway done editing Ryan Day's press conference today. I'll do the other half tomorrow because that's how much information he was giving out today. It's good that we get this. I... We probably do get this access because they're really good about it. It's, it's basically like a professional team in town now, this Ohio State football team. Yeah. And spring practice, you're going to get so much access. We've talked about that before. You could get a full-on press conference with a guy like Ryan Day at least once every month. Yeah. And it would make a lot of sense. I'm talking every month throughout the year. Maybe you want to pick June or something, dead mm-hmm. of the summer. There's still stuff to talk about. There's still stuff to talk about. Yeah. yeah so yeah. you could you could pick a day. Jerry Emig over there, who does a great job, could pick a day, mm-hmm. set a Ryan Day press conference. You'll have between 50 and 100 media yeah. members there asking questions. There was so much to talk about. It was like 19 minutes into it, and Jeremy Birmingham uh, who covers recruiting, right? Who's been yeah. on the show a ton, finally asked a question about Dominic Kirks, right? The yeah. one yeah. the one signee, which is great, right? Yeah. It's, it's a nice. lot of topics. Sorry, Dominic. There's a lot, yeah. there's a lot yeah. of other things to talk about. <laughs> like, what's up with your offensive coordinator, right? You've got <laughs> Bill O'Brien, who DeVere told a great story about last week he and was- how... Bill, you know, was was a guy that kind of helped you in your career a lot. Yeah, and then and and then I uh, tell the story, and then I get a text message the next day from one of my buddies, like, "Oh yeah, Bill was at the Boston airport," and I'm like, "No way!" <laughs> like, what do you mean? No way! It was a Bill O'Brien sighting at Boston International, and it was real, and right? it was real. There was something to that, and and here's the latest though. Okay, so. It's not done yet. This was Ryan Day. First thing right out of the gates was what's going on with Bill O'Brien, your new offensive coordinator. What's the status? Yeah, no, no real updates there. He's working today, and we'll kind of see how it goes. He's in the building. He's here today, yeah. So there you go. He's here in the building working today. It's not awkward, and it's not awkward. Here we are, you know. (laughs) Oh, oh, he's here. It's a little bit awkward because clearly something is... In the works right now, whether he's going to go or not go, but clearly there's interest, and clearly Bill O'Brien has some interest. Uh, by the way, shout out to Clay Hall right there. I saw that he's retiring after a 29-year run. Shout out, Clay. TV, sports TV We're guy. I'm sure the he, selfie videos. I'm sure you did a lot of interviews uh, yeah, he just when pops you were a player. The, he just pops out the phone on you, and he does a <laughs> selfie video right there. Clay, you're, an, you're original, and I love you, brother. Uh, here's Ryan Day again on the Bill O'Brien hire in the first place. We're chasing that. One or two percent, right? We're, we're we're chasing that, you know, last couple drives of a game or whatever that is. And you know, I felt like in that particular situation, for me to really be able to, um, you know, hand over, you know, a lot of the duties that that I was doing. You know, you, I really was looking for somebody who had great background in the NFL, you know, the SEC. He was a former head coach. He had been a head coach in in the league, and the experience of developing quarterbacks was there. So I just and then the, and then the, the fit culturally uh, was the right fit. Sounded like the the heavy door slammed at the end of that clip that we were uh, famously yeah. used to hearing. But you know the, the theme of this and what Ryan Day was talking about. The theme of it for me and kind of what I took from today and just with what's been going on in college football in general these past 
you know, six months, year, two years, is that it, it just has a very pro feeling right now. And this move by Ryan Day also speaks to me like it's a movement towards being more of a professional style organization where you are going to try to step aside. And yeah. even if it doesn't wind up being Bill O'Brien, that is still the goal to give up play calling duties, yeah. to step aside. He had another line in there today about how, you know, on a Wednesday night, yeah. it's tough for me to be thinking about what I'm going to do on a third and four from the 43 yard line. Yeah. It's just, there's a lot on my mind and I can understand that. So to have a guy like Bill O'Brien, that's all he's thinking about Devere. That's mm-hmm. all he's pouring over, how he can help this offense tick. And in every kind of situation all across the football map, two things. Because of the on-field pressure and the off-the-field pressure with Transfer Portal and NIL, Ryan Day is thrusted into a GM head coach yeah. job title, no matter what, no matter what he has to say. So off the field, he has to balance, you know, salary cap with the collectives. No he doubt. has to balance free agency with the with the Transfer Portal. And then on the field, being able to make those decisions and have a trusted play caller to where you know their system, you know what they're doing, and you could just intervene and say, hey, I, I kind of want to get the ball in this player maker's hand. And for you not to have to drum up the plays, but trust them to drum up the plays in those intense moments allows you to make better decisions when you have to go for it on fourth down, when you don't have to go for it on fourth down, or when you need to kind of get this kind of field position. He's freeing himself up to do that. And then, Tim, the whole thing, that, and me and you haven't touched on this, where does Hardline sit in this? Does Hardline take a position to where I think I he's think we're learning? Kinda, yeah, he, he's kind yeah. he has to learn. Yep. He wants Hardline to Not learn from a play caller. You know, he he gave him that role last year, and he's like, "Hey, listen, like, let's kind of put you in a position to learn from a Bill O'Brien or you know a Dan Mullen, just throwing names out there, a Chip Kelly, whatever." You know, this is nothing against Brian Hartline. No, it's but it, it's, it takes a lot. It, it what it what I think it speaks to is that you want to put people in positions where they can succeed, succeed and learn right now. Yeah, and you learn. know, yep. and there is just too much. If this were another time in another place, mm-hmm. you would you would set a guy like Brian Hartline. You would set him loose, yep. like, like you talk about when you have a rookie quarterback and you're a bad organization, right? Like yep. what they did with C.J. Stroud, yeah. and look what ultimately happened: big time success, and they go to the postseason. Yeah. Rookie coach and rookie QB. Maybe they wouldn't expect that, but mm-hmm. there's too much riding on this, this here and this now, yeah. and that's nothing against Brian Harline. He's amazing at what he does, absolutely. But Bill O'Brien is—that's a different kind of resume. That's a twenty-year yeah. guy. I mean, come on. And, and the thing with offensive coordinators, you can always say at least this guy is from this tree, right? You know, he yeah. has this type. Yeah. Hartline needs a tree to come from. He needs a base to really learned agree and, and just it's not fair to say hey you do this yeah do it and no. be amazing at it and if we don't win the national championship we're all fired right like That's too, what, don't do we, that don't do it's that kind, yeah. it's gotta be tough. <laughs> but, uh, by the way bids and i did rothman and ice while they were traveling and we actually yeah. joked about this so when i heard him ask the question today bids joked with ryan day about how Jeff Halfley is screwing it all up for us again. But, you know, left Ohio State to go to Boston College. Defense <laughs> fell apart. Now he's leaving Boston College, and now the new offensive coordinator might go to Boston College. Here was Ryan. Yeah, it was not It was not good. But, you know, I'm, I, I, I spoke to Jeff and, you know, happy for him that, you know, he's got a new challenge ahead of him. And But, yeah, that was a curveball. We were not expecting. We were expecting a fastball and got a curveball. Buckeye D.C., Boston College, yeah. Green Bay Packers, D.C. 
Hmm. That's not bad. Interesting little run, right? I uh, I saw our 10 TV friend in the arena last night, so he took in the Indiana debacle. Does he see this getting worse before it gets better? Like you mentioned, Devere, we say what up, Holmes, to Dave Holmes next. It's the Buckeye Show on the fan. If you haven't thought about Buckeye football today, I'm sorry to tell you that you're dead. Our condolences. Your home of the Buckeyes. The fan. The 2024 Buckeye Cruise for Cancer sets sail on the Silver Sea Silver Dawn. It's an intimate ship with an even better experience. It's all-inclusive of beverages, shore excursions, taxes, and gratuities. Sail to bucket list ports like Turks and Caicos and Bimini Bahamas with Buckeye greats including Ryan Day, Bobby Carpenter, A.J. Hawk, the Bourne Brothers, Ezekiel Elliott, Ryan Shazier, and more. Sailing from Fort Lauderdale February 17th to the 23rd. Call 614-792-6204 to book today. Think your office technology is safe? Think again. At Modern Office Methods, an authorized RICO dealer, we know how important it is to keep your printed documents safe and confidential. Almost 70% of business leaders feel their cybersecurity risks are increasing. Left unprotected, these networked print and scan devices leave your confidential data exposed to ransomware attacks, which can cost your organization tens of thousands of dollars. Find out if your business and data is at risk with our free print assessment at www.momnet.com. Why risk it? You can count on mom. The Buckeye Show is sponsored by CareSource. Proud to be your home for Ohio State Athletics. The Fan, Ohio sports destination. A man so professional, he wears a suit to a radio interview. He's 10TV's Dave Holmes. Sponsored by Vitality Prime, Ohio's premier testosterone program. Rediscover yourself. Dave Holmes is here. I'm Timmy Hall. That's Devere Posey. I, I opened up the postgame show last night, Dave. I used an old line that my that my pop-op always used. Mm. I would I would say, pop-op, how you doing? And he'd say, thanks for asking. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great line. It's a great line. It's a great yeah, line. I lo- great love line. that line. It's a great line. First time he used it on me, knocked me dead. Yeah. I'm like, I love that, Pop. Yeah. You keep using that. That's yeah. great. You're like, how the hell do you think I am? <laughs> I'm 80, 82 years old. Yeah. His other line that he 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 used whenever he would like send me home with a hundred bucks to get gas and like mm-hmm. stop at Culver's, he'd say, "Tim, where I'm going, I don't need it." <laughs> that's that's what he told me. Love man. What a man! What a man! But that's what I, that's how I let it off. I mean, everyone in the building last night at the Schottenstein Center, the seventy six seventy three loss to Indiana. You're up by eighteen points. Three minutes into the second half, you don't need to ask anybody how they're doing or how they're feeling. We already know. But Dave. There's still eight games left in this regular season. They have to keep doing this. They have to keep going out there and trying. So, first off, Devere, I don't want to skip over the fact that Tim subtly let us know he comes from great privilege. Pop-Pop's oh, yeah. throwing out hundreds like oh. it's nothing. He, uh, he has him in the will. <laughs> right? Tim's in the will. Pop-Pop's the man. Just giving yeah. $100 handshakes. Yeah, yeah for like Culver's. $100 for Culver's. <laughs> right. That's you crazy. Like, and, you and the gas money. That's a full tank of gas. You didn't have a grandma or grandfather that would occasionally throw you 100 bucks. No. Absolutely not. No? No. no. Oh, man. In fact, in fact. I know I, know I am very lucky. I, I recognize when that. When my grandparents were in their 80s and, and kind of going through dementia, losing their their wits a bit. We went to Bob Evans once, and it was the worst experience ever because they were typical cranky, uh-huh. rude people. My grandpa tripped the waitress with a cane on accident. Oh, man. It was a disaster. <laughs> and then, the yeah, complaining about Evans. the food. And then at the end, they left $2 for a tip. <laughs> well, they should have left them half their worth for what they put the, ser- the service staff through. So I pretended like I forgot my keys, went back in and left some more money oh, and apologized. You had, so, you had to. Yeah, so uh, no, they were not leaving $100 handshakes. Okay, now to address the, the real reason we're here. 
So that's five in a row now, eight of their last nine. Like you said, Maryland's coming in. The problem is that Indiana team, I don't want to go so far to say it's a bad team, maybe bad Indiana standard team. It's yeah. not a but top team in the country. It's very middle of the conference yeah. team. Yeah. It yeah. Is Tim a, likes Indiana State better this year. Yeah, that's not yeah. a bad take. Javier, Indiana State is better. It is. <laughs> hey, I'm here. I'm looking at the look at the big look at the big dude with the goggles. Yeah. yeah. He's good. Yeah, yeah Kurt Ramis. Yeah, he, yeah, him yeah. too. Him too. Yeah. yeah. No, it's it's not a bad take. <laughs> I mean, to me, this is rock bottom. I don't know if it's rock bottom, Chris Holtman era rock bottom, but it's the worst part of this season. Yeah. To now lose five in a row. Wait a minute. Wait, is this you telling me this is like office space? What about today, Peter? Yes. Is today the yes. worst day of your life? Well, there, there's how could it be rock bottom if this last this keeps year, going if they lose to Maryland the similar type of way? Because then we're still going down. So we yeah. have to reach then rock new, bottom. New rock yeah. bottom. Exactly. Yeah. The hole the floor is, keeps falling You realize out. every hole is always at its deepest point. <laughs> Yes, and then you take another shovel. Yes, exactly. <laughs> now we're turning into Confucius. So I, I'll say, though, blowing an 18-point second-half lead, this is not on the road at Penn State, which they did the same thing back in December. This is on your home floor against a team that is probably the seventh, the ninth best team in the conference. Yeah. Look, if we want to go glasses half full, you build an 18-point lead. But you lose a game like that, it's hard to go glasses half full at all. I mean, this is bad. I know they're young, but everyone in college basketball is young. There aren't too many 30-year-olds in college basketball, so everyone's young. I don't know, Devere. It's it's disheartening to me. It was a good crowd. I was there last night. It was a yeah. good crowd. It was an engaged crowd. And they, they did not turn on that team when they blew yeah. the lead. Yeah. They were still loud when they were up four and up two and down one. They were still with them. But after the game, the feeling of people walking out, whoo. It was down. It was rough. In there. It was a it. rough post game vibe. Severe was the feeling before they even lost. It's like you could it feel was, they were about yeah, to lose. You could feel that they were going to lose. Yeah. Here we go. When yeah. it when yeah. I think it became a a one possession game and there was still enough yeah. time on the clock to we've exchange a couple of possessions. Yeah. yeah, we've been down this road before. We've seen it. So Dave, you were in the house. Yeah, <laughs> and we just unpacked Holtman's presser. He's talking about the sets. He's talking about not ha- you know having a smaller lineup. Is it is it the set? Is it the toughness? Is it just oh, the man. is it the decision making? Is it not getting the loose balls? Is it not closing out on the threes in the corner? Like, like can we be better as players? I always look from the player's perspective first. I don't ever like to put it in the coach's hands. Yeah, I mean, at some point it will fall on the coach, and I think Holtman's he wasn't rude in the post game news conference at all. But by Holtman's standards, that was short. You could tell he, yeah, he was. He normally takes you, the bus hits. Yeah, you could tell he's kind of tired of sitting up there and taking the darts. You could tell. Um, and and he talked to us this morning for the coaches show, and he was much more eloquent and uh, longer answers when he had twelve hours to you know sleep on it. I doubt but he slept I, I much. I saw some of your clips. He just he doesn't look good. He's. I it's, think it's, it is wearing him down. It's hard he just, to sleep. Physically, he does not look good, and that sucks. That sucks. But this is this is where we are with it. I think coaches don't get a lot of sympathy because of the money they make, and mm-hmm. I get it. They make a lot of money to take nights like last night in stride. But if you think this doesn't wear on him, you have a new AD and you've lost eight of nine and yeah. you feel like this you know. could all be coming crashing down. These guys care, right? They are real people. So I do think it's wearing on him. A part of me feels bad for him. I know the fan base doesn't like to hear that because they always want the coaches to fry. Um, but Holt's a good dude and he's a nice guy. But this is not 
working right now. The Buckeyes are very broken. I, I don't know, Devere. I think if they knew the answer, it'd be fixed. Yeah. So I don't think I know the answer either. I know Bruce Thornton doesn't seem like the Bruce of the Big Ten tournament last no, year or no, earlier this no. year. He's not. Yeah. He's no. not. I know Roddy Gale, at some point, it's more than a slump. I mean, did he just flash more than we thought early on? Did he have a hot tourney? Yeah, it, it's... I don't know. And what's frustrating is you saw these back-to-back recruiting classes that were supposed to be off the charts, Mm -hmm. and it just makes you wonder in college basketball nowadays, do you need to be more free agent heavy and worry less about 17-year-olds and bring in more Jamison Battles? Is is that what you need? Just go with the vets. Yes, just bring in the Jamison Battles of the world. Get three or four 21-year-old vets. The Penn State model from 2023. I mean, I don't like the portal, but... When you when you're you leaning so much on youth, if you're so young to where you're not yeah. going to be any good, I think for basketball football it's different. I yeah. feel like yeah. I, I watched some of the clips from your sh- your show that's going to air. Yeah, and listening to that part, and we've talked with him about this in the past, and just the way college basketball is in roster construction. He seems to he knows more than anybody how tough it is to win if you're too young. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and, and and he's missed on some of these older transfers. And being too young used to be fine because the guys would stay. Yeah. Now, when everyone can transfer whenever they want, there's no guarantee that you're going to keep the same nucleus together for three years. Mm-hmm. So every other team is getting old in the portal. And I don't know if it's an advantage anymore. I mean, have you noticed that we are not seeing these teams of five one and duns anymore? I mean, no. the old Coach Cal Kentucky yeah. team, they're not happening. That team's no. not put together anymore. They're not doing no. it. No. It's a new era where you are just piecing together free agency. I get why these college coaches, basketball and football, want to get out because it is a grind now it's because you're basically scouting 12 months a year, high school and college players now. It's, it's too much. And just the same thing that Day has to do, GM head coach, come yeah. up with the sets. Your off-seasons aren't breaking down film on how you can get better. No, you're on the road on in a plane, in a different high school, on a different college campus, recruiting, and it's wearing on these guys because that's not the job description they originally signed yeah. up for, and it's just spiraled the last three years. Yeah, and it's funny because like my life as a sports anchor, I'm on TV tonight. I'll be on for three and a half minutes, unless, God forbid, there's rain in the forecast, and we're going to cut that short, right? <laughs> but, but they're going to give me three and a half minutes. And I'll spend eight and a half hours today getting ready for three and a half minutes. And the fun part of my job is that. But 90% of the job is editing and doing graphics and these other things, making uh-huh. calls. Yep. And it's like, I love when the red light's on, but you don't always love the other parts of the job. And I think college mm-hmm. coaches are there where it's fun to coach, but you don't get to do as much coaching because you're a CEO. Yeah. And now, you know, I, I put the the question up on the Buckeye show on Twitter and X what do you think, Dave? How many games is this men's hoops team going to win the rest of the season, including tournament play? Zero to two, two to four, five to six, seven or more. That'd Give, be really hot. Pencil me in for two to four. Two to four. 55.8% saying zero, one or two. Mm. 36.8% saying two, three or four. 5.3, 5 or 6, 2.1%, 7 or more. So, so. Dom, Dom's one of those. Dom voted 7 or more. <laughs> Dom, 
Winners of the prestigious Platinum Microphone Award every year. Given to the best radio station in the world. Uh, no need to look it up. It's real. The Fan. Since 1897, the Byers Auto family of dealerships has been serving Central Ohio's transportation needs. When we first opened our doors, our vehicles were fueled by oats and hay, required saddles, not seatbelts, and had shoes instead of tires. Over 120 years later, Byers Auto is still family-owned and operated. Our goal is to provide the best selection, price, and service in Central Ohio. And it's all on one website, buyersauto.com. Come see why it's better to buy from Buyers. Buyers Auto is a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Marathon has some great news about the number five, so I'm going to say it five times in five different ways. Join Marathon Rewards and earn up to $5 in rewards on your first visit. Join and earn five cents in rewards for every gallon you buy. Join in as little as five seconds. Join to make five friends jealous. Join and get high fives. It's easy to sign up at the station or go to MarathonRewards.com. By joining with your phone number, you are agreeing to receive recurring automated informational marketing SMS slash MMS messages from Marathon. Consent not required for purchase. Messaging and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Gene Smith, Senior Vice President and Director of Athletics. Ohio State Athletics and Cardinal Health know how important diversity, equity, and inclusion are to the success of our community, employees, and student-athletes. We believe an equitable culture creates a community that attracts and retains the very best. Visit OhioStateBuckeyes.com backslash Buckeye-Inclusion to learn more and join us as we educate and celebrate the value of diversity and inclusion. Toyota is all about having choices, like more all-wheel drive choices than anyone else, including America's best-selling car, Toyota Camry. Now through March 4th, you can choose any new gas-powered 2024 Camry with 4.99 APR financing, including all-wheel drive Camrys. Or you can get a great lease deal on Camry with approved credit through TFS. Plus, you get two years no-cost maintenance. Get details at Toyota.com. The choice is yours. Toyota, let's go places. It's Super Bowl time on the fan. Catch the 49ers and Chiefs from Vegas. Taylor Swift will be there. So will Anthony Rothman. He sings almost as well. Live coverage starts Sunday at 5. Sponsored by Roosters. A fun casual joint. Your radio home for the NFL, the fan. Hating Michigan is our favorite national pastime. This is the Buckeye Show. Timmy Hall and Devere Posey and all you fine Buckeye fans. By the way, we are brought to you by our good friends at CareSource and by Schottenstein Roofing for top quality and a price match guarantee. Visit SchottensteinRoofing.com. So the the last part that we'll do for Buckeye basketball, because we're talking about the press conference. You heard the first portion of it earlier in the show in our first segment. And I also put this up on 
Twitter and X at Tim Hall 971 if you wanted to listen to the full five or six minutes and get an idea what you know we were talking about back there. But yeah. this was another exchange with some reporters where, again, I think what you're hearing here is you're human, you know what's going on, you know what's being said, and this was an entire second half of your team not playing to the level that you need them to play to win Big Ten basketball games, and you just felt the whole thing just slide away, and then you're going to get nitpicked over a couple of plays at the end, and then you're going to hear the answers get shorter and shorter and shorter, and... It's it's terse and and that's that's what it is. But this was the the second part that I thought you guys should hear. I think last ten and a half minutes you were two of eleven with five turnovers, just uh, offensively <clears throat> in that sequence. You know they they cut it. You know obviously from eighteen down to two took the yeah, lead. We just eventually. need to be more aggressive. In, in general, the two games in a row, the games on the line, and neither. Bruce Thornton or Roddy Gale had the ball in their hands when the uh, I know the ball was going to Roddy, but it never got there. Uh, just your thought uh, of I don't no, know. No, Roddy had I, the ball in his hands late. Yeah, he had the he had the he had the ball in his hands late. Okay, it went Bonner to so. battle turned over on the yeah, final that was, play. That was for Jameson. Yeah. Okay. Again, second game in a row, the game's on the line, and your two best ball handlers don't have the ball in their hand. We had scored off that. Jameson had scored and got fouled earlier. We thought we could get the line. We liked the matchup. The, the idea of Felix setting the screen there, they're not going to guard him. He, he's he's going to get double teamed. Um, battle is, and then the turnover creates out of it. I don't know, just... Uh, yeah, we ran it baseline out of bounds and got into the free throw line with him coming to his left. Two plays earlier, Steve. Adversity well in games. You said that last week, so they didn't handle adversity well. Um, just weren't tough enough down the stretch. How do you build that in the course of a season? Is that something you can build, or is it just kind of they are what they are at this point? It. Yeah, we got to learn from it. Is that maybe one of the most disappointing things so far in the season that you have guys who went through this last year and they're still not? You know, play? I think it was it was a little bit of toughness, but you know, it was lack of detail too. You can't leave a three point shooter on ball side. Oh, oh God, oh, man, that is. You know what? Tough. I don't. I don't ah, I didn't even I didn't even want to listen to that again but I just felt doing the show where the Buckeye show it happened last night was it was th- things like that are what spikes right like you've got those uncomfortable press conference moments this is what yeah. we're passionate about we're watching these games we're into it we're living and dying with these teams and so that's why I did it but it was uh, you know our guy Steve Hellwagon who you heard there yeah going with that line of questioning and you could just tell how Chris is taking that, and then that just it kind of drained him. You know, I'm tr- we're trying to run it to Jamison Battle, and they they screwed up the play. Right, Indiana muscled through the play, got into the passing lanes, jumped it, yeah, and then I think it was Khalil Ware almost looked like he tore something. We was going in for the final layup, but he's okay. But it uh, it, it ruined it. And they some questioning there about having Dale Bonner there with how good of a player he's been. But Roddy had five turnovers in the game too. You know, and that's probably going through his mind. And Bruce Thornton just hasn't been that same aggressive, assertive Bruce Thornton, you know, scoring that we've seen lately. The guys that you're depending on and the guys you're running plays for, it's not working. And the team has made adjustments in the second half for things that have worked in the first half. And you feel like, hey, as a coach, what else can I do? You know, the guy's got to be aggressive. And then Steve just, whoo, I'm just happy I don't have to answer those kind of questions. That would be very tough in a situation where you're still trying to digest everything. You haven't got to see the film to really understand what happened. And Steve's just drilling him. <laughs> hey, good news, though. You know what? 
We got a game coming up on Saturday. Another, another home game, and they're playing Maryland. And just because we'd like you to go, we're going to send some of the fine folks to that basketball game Let's on go. Saturday. How Cheer about loud. that? How about that? Caleb, get ready to talk to some happy Buckeye fans, okay? Because I've got three callers here that are, gonna get, that are going to get two tickets to the Ohio State men's basketball game against Maryland Saturday, February 10th. Tickets on sale through OhioStateBuckeyes.com. We'll just do... Uh, the first three callers. The first three callers. Plain and simple. 821-9710. 614-821-9710. Finishing up with some Ryan Day talk. What to you is the part of the football team, unit, <laughs> position group-wise, that would hold this team back from being that national championship team? Right now, today, what, what unit would question you the most? Running back is stack. You got the transfer. You got Trevion coming back. Um I think tight end kind of worries me on the offensive side of the ball. I think our offensive lineman had a year under the belt. We picked up some transfers, especially at the center position. You look at D-line. They haven't lost anybody. You look at the linebackers. I really saw love what I saw from Simon. I'm kind of worried about Sonny being physical in that position, but I love Hancock. I love Downs. I love Ransom, and I love the corners. So I would probably say the will linebacker, tight ends, and I just – have to see Will and Scarlet and Gray. That's well, all. Some other people might say that offensive line. When you Think go so? when you go back oh. to the Michigan game and how this team ran the football for the majority of the season and yeah. the physicality and the toughness factor, like we're talking about with the hoop squad being questioned a little bit. And Ryan Day, he took a question on that and he even said something about, you know, in this clip that you'll hear about the national championship, but how big of a spring is this for the offensive line? Here was Day having Bill just you know watch the film and, and see our guys out there, and and having you know he knows Seth. Adding that piece to the puzzle uh, was critically important. But just the feedback that you know, just a, a fresh set of eyes. What do you see? He, he sees he sees some talent. He sees some guys who are good, and he sees depth. He sees some young guys out there. So, like you said, like we're going to have a really competitive spring and kind of see where we're at, but. You know, the idea right now is that we have enough to go win a national championship with the guys that we have in this building right now. Uh, if we come out of the spring and recognize that we don't, then, you know, we'll have to go from there. But uh, there are some really good young players in that, in that uh, room, and there are some guys now coming back with some experience. And that, that should matter going into next season. I am on the side that it's those five guys up front that have the most to prove because of all the weapons on offense. And I do like the linebacker room enough with Cody and if Sonny's got to move on down with Caleb Downs being at safety, uh, that's that's how I see it, Devere. But yeah. there's, uh, I'm worried about Sonny. You're worried, huh? I'm worried about Sonny. Mm. I'm worried about that tight end position. We got so much production from Kate Stover last year. I would love. I'm to with see you it. there. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I'm not too worried about his line. I think those guys have enough film to digest to to get better. Devere, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, you know, I, I wish coming. I wish the hoop squad was doing better. But we'll talk about it next week. <laughs> still, still a lot of fun. There'll be more to talk about next. You have the inside edge guys talking jackets. Then at eight, it's on the money, and at nine, a little thing called you'll see. Have a good night on the fan. Matty Ice has a large tattoo on his calf of LeBron eating a lion. I have nothing else to say. Rockman and Ice weekdays from noon to three. The fan. And now we're on our way with Coda, a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Whether it's game day or every day, Coda moves Buckeyes fans down the line toward victory. Download the Transit app today for an easy way to plan and pay for your next trip. Visit coda.com slash transit app to learn more.
It's no fun to get blindsided. That's why you need to know what's coming in Ohio Medicaid. Championship quarterback Cardale Jones. Recent changes in Ohio Medicaid could impact you. If your information isn't up to date, you can lose your health insurance. Call the Ohio Department of Medicaid so you don't have to scramble to stay insured. Call 800-324-8680. A public health message from CareSource. That's what I call forward progress. It's game day at Raising Cane's. If you want to order like a Buckeye, it's the action off the field you need to focus on. The only play you're running is chicken. So what combo are you picking? Make it a perfect season. We've got tailgates of hand-battered, cooked-to-order chicken fingers and cane sauce. And jugs of freshly made tea and lemonade. All available to order online or on our app. This season is about to be unbeatable. Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers. One love. (laughs) Proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Jimmy walks up to the line. His credit card debt is calling a blitz. He signals to Upstart.com for an audible final play. Mike, Jimmy drops back. In a flash, he cuts over to a streaking Upstart.com with a no-cost rate check on a personal loan. He's wide open. An easy toss for Jimmy by finding a great rate in minutes. He applies, he's approved, and touchdown. Tackle your credit card debt with a personal loan. Check your rate at Upstart.com today. That's Upstart.com. Loans are made by Upstart Lending Partners. Loan terms will be determined based on credit, income, and other information provided in your application. Not all applicants will be approved. Broadcasting from the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit LindsayHonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus.